To my house Christmas Day, she brought me sprinkle cookies. Melissa, nobody touched the cookies you brought. I threw them in the garbage. You know what my favorite cookies are? Cagnoli cookies. That's all I said. I'm sorry. Throwing a pregnant woman's cookies in the garbage is not funny and it's not a dig. It's just plain stupid. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bravo Tea with the Stay at Home Mom. I'm Erica and I'm ready to talk all things Bravo. Welcome back, everybody. This is going to be a special little Christmas episode, so I thought I would change up the intro to one of my favorite um, Bravo festive holiday ones. I love a Christmas in Jersey. I mean, the sprinkle cookie scene is still classic in my book. I just love watching all those old classic Bravo ones, especially the holiday ones, because that's when everyone's kids were young, especially the Jersey ones. Um, I would love to see them change it back up to doing Christmas in Jersey, because I feel like for the past couple seasons, we've gotten the Jersey Shore, and it's like, okay, we get it. It's like the same thing. The softball tournament, which is nice because it's for charity, but let's change it back up to the holidays because they go big or go home in Jersey for the holidays. And the sprinkle cookie still lives on. Melissa and Teresa don't talk anymore at current day, but they still both do funny memes and stuff about the sprinkle cookies. So personally, I do make uh, regatta sprinkle cookies and hopefully Teresa wouldn't throw those out. I feel like Melissa brought like store-bought cookies anyway. Like I don't see her slaving away in the kitchen by any means. But this is going to be my gossip episode and we'll talk a little festive things for Christmas. So while I was wrapping all my gifts for Christmas, I was like, let me just give the ultimate girls trip a try the one with all the new york ladies because there's a little drama i feel like surrounding it because ramona was like banned from BravoCon, but yet this did get released which i'm glad it did because it's pretty good and she did do all the promo for it so i'm wondering if people are gonna like forgive and forget and kind of let her off the hook it's like I feel like she could come back from what she did. She made um, some comments and she puts her foot in her mouth. I feel like she should have just let it go and let the dust settle, maybe not say anything, but instead she addressed the, I think it was Variety, um, article. And I feel like if she just didn't say anything and comment on it, she probably would have gotten to go to BravoCon, so... But I am watching the trip. They went back to the same villa that they went to for the Scary Island episode back in the day. And one funny thing, since we're talking about that part, Dorinda, a couple episodes in, is like, I've never seen a Scary Island episode. And she watches it when she's getting doing her makeup. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. She's a little scary. She's freaking out. But I do like the new New York cast and I would like to keep that but I do wish they would bring back all the ladies like you could do two do like a legacy New York thing which I feel like they were going to do but then Jill apparently ruined it by requesting too much money but she is an original cast member so if they were trying to lowball her that's not right either like just because she was on it a long time ago but she was still good and she was just 
on the ultimate girls trip when they went to Dorinda's house. I don't think that's right if they weren't going to pay her kind of what some of the other ladies were getting. But people say that she kind of ruined it, but they probably would have just like not given her a contract. So I don't think it was just that. Like they could have just eliminated her from the show and continued to film without her. But I miss seeing like Luann, Ramona, Sonia, um, Dorinda. Dorinda's a lot more tolerable on this one. When she was hosting at her house, that was just like a disaster. She was too much for me. Like she was getting on my nerves because I get she was playing host but also it's like okay if somebody gets your carpet dirty like bravo will pay to have it shampooed afterwards like just chill out a little bit like I get that you don't want people to eat in their rooms or wear their shoes up there but it's also like if the house is getting that dirty which I don't think any of these women would let it get except like maybe brandy <laughs> um Bravo will pay for it and compensate you for it. And I bet they even gave her extra money since it was at her house. Like, I bet they gave her money to, like, maybe do the landscaping ahead of time. To, like, buy fresh flowers for the house. Like, I'm sure they gave her a budget since it was at her house. So, but anyway, I do like seeing them on this trip. They're funny. Um, Of course, the one night they have a bunch of, like, young men coming over and all the cougars are just, like, running at them. But um, we're getting Kelly Ben Simone. She is becoming a little unhinged um, again. So maybe it is going to turn into Scary Island. I haven't finished it. I was just finishing my wrapping and I'm like, you know, let me just pop this on. And it it's pretty good. I do like it. Um, but we can hop back over to some Jersey facts since I opened up with the sprinkle cookies. Um, I just saw on Teresa Judice's Instagram the other day that Gabriella was having like a little Christmas friends party in her and Louie's basement, which I haven't seen their basement at their new house that they live in that we saw this past season, which is like a giant castle. That fun fact is in Joe and Melissa's old neighborhood. So apparently the day Joe and Melissa sold that big Montville house, Teresa and Louie bought that house in their neighborhood, which is like kind of weird. And a couple years ago when my husband and I went and spent the day up there and did like a little housewife's like drive by on all their houses, we drove by Teresa's old house. And the day we drove to Joe and Melissa's house, that was the day they moved. So it was like later in the day or it may have been like the day after they moved, but they had a bunch of stuff out for their trash and then his, like, workers were kind of landscaping the yard and stuff for whoever probably, like, bought the house and was moving in. And my husband was like, go steal something from their trash. And I was like, no, I don't know. I felt weird. I didn't want the landscaping people to see me taking their trash. But they had a bunch of trash at the curb. So that kind of would have been funny to get some random garbage item out of their stuff. But then we drove around the rest of their neighborhood because it was really nice. Um, Buddy Velastro lives there, the Cake Boss guy, beautiful houses, beautiful neighborhood. And Teresa and Louie's is like all the way at the end and it's definitely like the biggest house in the neighborhood. So that's got to be like a sting too. Like, yeah, they just moved into your old neighborhood and it's like the biggest house, but they have a beautiful property. And so she was having a little Christmas party in the basement and they were all wearing like funny sweaters and out of all the Judice kids, I feel like Gabriella is the most, like, shy. 
and she would not turn around. So Teresa couldn't see what was on her sweater. And then like all the friends, like you saw their sweaters and a couple of their cousins that are um, Joe Judice's nieces were there and they were all like inappropriate sags, but it was so funny. I mean, they're older. They're like in freshman in college. So it's, it's fine. It's not like Adriana was wearing the sweater, but one of them had like Santa in a thong and it was just funny. And Teresa was like cracking up cause she was like reading all the sweaters. Um, but obviously we know that Melissa and Teresa will not be spending Christmas together. Melissa said that she is now going to be hosting Christmas Eve at her house, which usually they used to go to Teresa's house. And we saw those episodes back in the day. She'd be like, Christmas Eve is my holiday. And they do the seven fishes because they're Italian. We're going to do that on Christmas Eve. And then actually my husband and I host Christmas Day. Um, So it's going to be a fun weekend for Christmas. I hope everyone has fun plans. If you're hosting make sure you enjoy yourself and relax and if you are going to somebody else's house make sure you give them a hand help them out um but melissa said that this past season filming the real housewives not talking to Teresa, has been fine and i actually listened to dolores the other day on jeff lewis's podcast and she said that it like was doable. They did it. There was some all cast events like her softball game that she has, but that's so big that they just avoided each other. So they, it's not like they did intimate, like one-on-one dinners with each other. So they definitely got to avoid each other. But I did read and find out that at the end, the finale, they were supposed to go to like the Berkshires And ironically, the night before they were all supposed to arrive, that was their cast trip, the house burnt down that they were supposed to stay in. Now, you know, Melissa or Teresa was like buying a voodoo doll and like conjuring up that electrical wire fire in their brain because how ironic, like this is the first year that they totally do not want to talk to each other and the house burns down so they can't go on their all cast trip. So that was very interesting and weird. And then it's like they didn't even try to find them another house to stay in. So that was kind of weird, too. It's like, well, I bet you could like last minute just rent another house. But maybe that was God telling them in a way that this trip would have been bad. But they had a party anyway for the finale. Don't know where. And all of them were there, though, because apparently, I don't know if Teresa said it to Melissa, because they did claim that they didn't speak all season. So I don't know if she said it to her face or to Joe or to somebody else, but Teresa called Melissa a whore. And then the next day after they filmed the finale, um, Joe and Melissa's kids all unfollowed Teresa. So... It's sad. I mean, at this point, they both have said and done stuff to each other. I feel like a lot of bad stuff lately has been coming out about Melissa and Joe. Like, I've listened to interviews. Um, Shout out Kim D. Love her. She interviewed Penny that used to be on Jersey back in the day. All about the um, exposing Teresa as a stripper. and Or, Teresa, God, Melissa. 
But, like, I think personally that she was. I mean, allegedly, she says she wasn't, but I don't know. She danced somewhere called Lookers. Now, that's definitely a strip club, and she claims she was, like, a bartender, but then she did say she danced, but she's like, I didn't strip. And it's like, well, that's two different stories, so... I don't know. I mean, maybe she just doesn't want her kids to know. So I feel bad for that. And then I feel like she never wanted Teresa's parents to know. But at this point, just come out and own it if you were. Because there's enough um, gossip about it. I don't know. But Melissa did say also on the new season, she totally was talking about Jackie saying that it's interesting the alliance shifts. And... I did talk about that on an episode before, but Jackie since has now come out since I did that episode. And she said that she never has had an issue with Melissa. She never said anything to Melissa and vice versa. So she doesn't understand why Melissa's talking about her because we obviously know she's referring to Jackie. And I think it's because of Margaret influence. And that's kind of what Jackie said too. And this is just more of a reason why Melissa is just under her thumb. And I do think Margaret has, like, serious dirt on her. I think she did maybe, like, witness that makeout session. And that's why she's like, let me just stay with whatever Margaret's doing. But then also fun news is Teresa, Louie, all their kids, and Jen Aiden's family are going to take a little trip to the Bahamas to visit Joe Judice. Um, for the new year. So that's pretty crazy that they're all going to go and have fun with him. I mean, I love that. I always see the Judice girls visiting him over there, their pictures. Um, he moved to the Bahamas from Italy because it's like way closer for them to get to. And he said it was hard for him to find work in Italy. And I love that because I feel like the girls can even pop over for like long weekends. The flights aren't that long. Whereas Italy, that's like a production. So, and his mom, I don't know if she lives there or she just comes over like a ton. Maybe she just comes over like every time the girls are there. But I didn't realize how young she was. I heard Teresa say on her podcast that when Joe's, Judice's parents met, they were 14 and that's when they got married, or I'm sorry, they got married at 14, so who knows when they even met. So they got married at 14, which is just wild. And then she had Joe at 16. That's pretty crazy. Like, I could see his grandparents' ear doing that, but that was pretty mind-blowing, knowing that his parents got married that young and then had him that young. Um, I mean, they are from Italy, but still, that was just pretty crazy. Because every time I see her in videos, I'm always like, gosh, she's like so young looking. I wonder how old she is. And his grandmother, I think, did pass away. I think. And if not, she still lives in Italy. But that's why I was always like, well, how old is his mom? But um, his his dad has since passed away. Um. But I love seeing all the videos of them over there. And then a visitor that he had, they were from season six. If you guys remember Reno and Teresa, the fiery twins that were on. Um, 
Reno was just in the Bahamas and he took a picture with Joe Judice. So that was probably pretty cool for him to see like a familiar face. I feel like he enjoys like those visitors. And I think he has seen Kathy and Richie. I feel like they did go down there or she was talking about they are going to go down there and they'd like to like see him and visit with him. But, um, yeah, so that'll be fun to see pictures of that. And I'm sure they'll do a lot of funny videos. And I think it's cool that, like, Jennifer, Aiden, and Teresa, you could tell their friendship is real. Like, people can say she's Teresa's lapdog all she wants. But maybe she's just a good friend. And maybe she just knows, like, a lot of the stuff that has happened to Teresa from Joe and Melissa. And she kind of keeps her mouth shut out of respect to Teresa because... Apparently, we're going to get vindication. Um, Teresa said she's going to be vindicated this season. So I'm excited to see some of that. It's it's going to be interesting. Because when Joe and Melissa first came on the show, I did think it was like all Teresa being jealous of them, and blah, 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 and that she was always instigating. But now when I rewatch those old episodes, I'm like, no, you know what? She came on the show behind her back, and they already weren't getting along. So that's a little bad blood. And then when they moved into their house, Melissa wrote in their card, congratulations on your redone home. That's pretty rude. Just say congratulations on your new home or congratulations for moving or congratulations and then put nothing. Like, don't put redone home. I mean, that's insulting. So it's like, if you're going to jab at her, she's going to jab right back and vice versa. That's at this point. I think it's good they don't talk. I do always wonder, though, like, if I could ask Teresa or Joe, I would love to mainly ask Teresa, if Joe got divorced from Melissa tomorrow and he was alone, would you accept him back in your life? Slash if he called you and said, like, I'm divorcing Melissa and I want to be close with you again, would you be close with him again? I feel like she would. And I do really feel like a lot of the reason is Melissa. And I would like to know vice versa. Like, what if Louie, like, they got divorced or whatever tomorrow. And if Teresa called them and said, you know, I, I want to, like, get back together with you. Like, what would they do? I feel like deep down, Joe would want to say yes. But then, like, Melissa would be like, now your sister's terrible. So... I don't know. That's that's hard because also she probably sees the stress that Teresa causes Joe and that's why she likes to, you know, speak up and defend him. But that would be my question if I could ask both of them. But moving on to some other gossip, um, Maurizio is just bebopping around town with all these young ladies. So he was spotted with like an influencer. She's 33. Her name was Alexandria. But then about maybe a week later, we saw pictures the other day. He's skiing with two young influencers. And they were like in bath towels and like bath towels on their head too. And I'm like, and they're holding like Vuv and they're like have skis on. And I'm like, all right, this is like so weird. Like ugh, Maurizio's kids have to be so cringe, especially because they're young. Um, Farah, the oldest, is technically not his daughter, um, even though she's been with them so long. But 
she's Kyle's daughter from her first marriage. And I mean, she's older than all these girls that he's hanging out with. So that's got to be weird. But then on the flip side, you got to say, oh, well, like Morgan Wade's 28, which is younger than me. I'm 32. And Kyle's parading her around and we are thinking that they're together. I mean, personally, I do, especially when we keep seeing the previews for like the upcoming episodes. I mean, when they go to that little private intimate concert and she's talking about Kyle, she's so grateful that she's in her life. I'm like, oh my God. And then like, I just went on Morgan Wade's Instagram and like every single picture she posts Kyle likes and writes under it. And so does Kathy Hilton. So it's like, you can't say you're just friends because like, okay, is Kathy Hilton writing under every picture Dorit posted like a couple years ago or Teddy's? It's like, no. Um, but Kyle is in Mexico right now with Faye and they're just alone. I think it's just the two of them. Their pictures, I need to know what they're doing because crazy. I mean, we know Kyle isn't drinking anymore and works out crazy, but Faye looks real good too. And I'm like, oh my God, what are all you people like breathing in the air out there in California? I need some. But yeah, no trip with Morgan Wade. She is not there. So Dorit doesn't have to get too jealous. Um, but Morgan Wade has, it's five weeks since she had her mastectomy. So she did that as a preventative measure because she was at very high risk to have breast cancer. And a lot of people are saying that's why her and Kyle bonded so much and that that's why Kyle is making this documentary on Morgan Wade. But the only thing I have to say is I'm sure there are a lot of women that are going through this. So it's just, I feel like at this point she'll make up any excuse like, oh, I love her music or oh, um, my mom passed away from breast cancer. So we bonded from that and I wanted to be there and help her. But it's like, but you just met her and you want to be there and help her. And she was in the hospital with her because I saw the picture and it was like Kyle, Morgan, Wade in the middle. And then like one of the staff, like probably one of the nurses. And like this, this is getting very interesting because at this point, if she says they're not together, she's going to intensely be caught in a serious lie. Like, she's going to get so much flack for it that she should have just, I don't know, said, yes, we are. Like, when it was safe, when her and Maurizio were separated. I feel like that's why she didn't say they ever were, though, because they were still technically married. But I feel like living separate lives. But Maurizio has no problem flaunting people around, so she could take a turn too. And since she's not really flaunting anyone around, that makes me think it's because it is Morgan. Um, but yeah, that was just interesting. And then um, Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House, another breakup. We're just, I feel like everyone's broken up on Bravo. Um, she said, so the season of Summer House was already filmed, obviously, last, like, this past summer. And her and Carl were still together. But they're broken up now. She said for the next season that they would all be filming 2024 summer, she does not want to film with Carl. So she's kind of going down, like, the Ariana route, saying that she will not be in a room with Carl, doesn't want to be on the show with him. But pff, 
money talks. Like, they're probably still going to do it. Just like they'll film like Vanderpump Rules did. Or like I just talked about Jersey. Melissa and Teresa, you might as well say they're divorced too. (laughs) So they will make, they will find a way. The only difficult part though that is different that I will say about Summer House is they all have to live in the house together. So at least with Jersey, like they're all living in their own houses and then they didn't even have the cast trip. And then at least with Vanderpump, They're all living in their own houses, even though, ironically, Tom and Ariana are still cohabitating in that house. But it seems that they're barely there together. And they probably do sleep at other people's houses once in a while. Or like when she was doing Dancing with the Stars or he was filming that show. What was it called? Where they like push their limits. That was that was interesting. Um. Jojo Siwa was on it and like all these other fascinating people. So that would be interesting to watch. I just don't know if I want to watch him, but I feel like they could find a way to do it for Summer House or it'd be kind of interesting to get like the girls like a house and the boys a house or they should find like like a house that has like almost like two properties. It could be like a like a really sweet like guest like house that's so big that has like two bedrooms and like Lindsay and Danielle and like somebody else could sleep out there and then everyone else be in the main house and like the guest house could even have like its own kitchen and whatnot so like they're really not together and if I had to pick one or the other though to keep on Summer House if we really need to pick Carl or Lindsay I pick Lindsay because first of all she's going to be single Lindsay so she's probably going to be ready to turn up and Danielle's single now and she'll be ready to turn up too. I need to see that dynamic duo. But Carl, good for him for being sober because obviously he cannot drink because he said when he drinks, he does drugs. So obviously, like hard drugs. So obviously that is not healthy or good for him. His brother passed away from addiction. So he wants to steer clear of that. But being said, he is so boring being sober because I feel like he is the type of person that he had no personality without alcohol and or drugs. And whereas Lala on Vanderpump, she is sober because she says she acts crazy with alcohol. So good for her for being sober. I think it's like four years for her. So that's good. But she is still totally fun. And like, I don't miss a beat with her. So she's fine. But Carl is not like that. He's like really boring. I feel like he would also get very judgmental of Lindsay when she was drinking. And then that probably was, I think, a big part of maybe why he ultimately ended their engagement. Sometimes sober people need to be with other sober people. Like they've both come from addiction. They're both sober and want to stay on the path and help each other. Because that's kind of the only way. Unless you can be totally not bothered that the other person's drinking, I think it would be hard. I mean, and then you would resent the person. Like, Lindsay gave up alcohol, she said, for about five months. But then she wanted to, you know, wean back into drinking and she was on the show. I feel like he didn't really like that. But then it's like, if Lindsay stopped drinking forever, she would resent him and be like, well... I didn't have a problem. I just stopped drinking for you. 
And now I can't even go have fun with my friends. So it is going to be weird, though, that we're going to see a whole season of them still together in the house um, when we already know they're broken up. That's why I wish, like, some of this stuff was, like, more, like, real time because it's, like, we're so far behind and we're getting these like, you know, websites or their social media seeing everything. So it's just hard. But I think that's basically going to wrap it up. Um, I hope everyone has a good holiday. I still need to watch Southern Charm. I did watch Beverly Hills. Um, that was pretty interesting, the little taco dinner and everything. So I'd like to save that though, to do it with Southern Charm. But I will say real quick, I did watch a clip of Southern Charm and whew, Olivia just went in on Taylor. But you know what? Like I've said in my last episode where I recapped Southern Charm, she deserves it. I don't like this victim mentality. Like, no, you did something wrong. You need to own up to it and you need to apologize. And like Shep said, even if you need to apologize multiple times, you really need to apologize until it's enough for that person because you did something really crappy. Like, we expect men to be, like, ex-boyfriends to be kind of shitty to us, but not your best girlfriend. That's that's why it hurt more for Olivia. So I can't wait to watch that episode. Probably going to watch it later tonight. Um, but I hope everyone enjoys their holiday has lots of sprinkle cookies and wine, however you celebrate. Um, don't forget to follow me on my Instagram. I am Bravo T at a stay at home with a stay at home mom. And I'm on Apple and Spotify. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye.